Testing, testing. Yes, Greg, Dick Laurent is dead. What up, internet? Welcome back to Paul. Bleh, I, f- I fuck this up every time. Oh, man. <laughs> Anthony and I take turns every week, and he he gets it first try every time, and every time I'm just like, bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> It's okay. Take your time. Do what you got to do. Anyways, <laughs> the real question is, will I leave this in? Who knows? Uh, uh. Anyways, welcome back to Pop Culture To Do, the show where two friends give each other movies, shows, whatever to watch, read, and listen to. I am your host, Greg. Not with me today is our usual co-host, Anthony. Instead, we have a different bald man, Oh, a Mr. David Macri. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> My baldness pre- precedes me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was looking for replacements, and I was just like, I know a bald man. <laughs> I know another bald man. I can do this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, happy to be here and bald. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I do appreciate uh, you filling in. Uh, Anthony will be out for the next couple of weeks, so I will be trying to get guests to fill in. Mm. And if not, we just won't put out an episode that week because we have like five listeners anyway. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Mr. David, would you like to introduce yourself to yes. my listeners? Thank you. Thank you. I am <laughs> the bald David Macri. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I've long been a listener to a. a a friend, a friendly podcast, the Gentleman Sports Corner, and I've, uh, admittedly, I haven't listened to. I don't know if I should admit this on wax, but I haven't really listened to much of this. <laughs> I honestly didn't think you've listened to any of it yet. Yeah. <laughs> if you've listened I, to I, any, I'd have been surprised. I'd be like, wow. It's it's that like I only have room in my heart for one podcast type thing, and in my schedule, hurts, I guess that hurts. I'm sorry. This is only I'm, an hour. That's true. Yeah. Their show goes on for like a week. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Every time there, there's like a couple episodes where they'll be like, "What was it like last week's or something?" Was like three hours, and I was like, "Ooh, like that was exciting for me." And then this week it's yeah. back to closer to four. I'm like, "Yeah, cool." I haven't even finished the last week's yet. No way. Okay. Yeah, uh, gentlemen, sports corner, great podcast, friends of the show, longtime friends of mine. And I listen to their podcast, but not every week. And then I fall behind and then it takes forever to get back to it. It's difficult. Because they're long. And like, I want to, because, you know, in these pandemic times, that's the closest thing I have to friends is listening to them talk and then go, they got this wrong. They got, oh, I want to talk about this with them. Ah, but this episode came out two weeks ago. I really shouldn't be (laughs) chiming in now. Okay, fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) It's a real strangely one-sided conversation and it's 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 difficult to deal with but uh, mm-hmm. hopefully it won't be too much longer yeah who knows <laughs> so this week on the show we are going to be talking about the david lynch classic lost highway uh which i got you to watch because you had never seen it and i like making you watch weird stuff <laughs> yeah 
and this was weird let me tell you yeah <laughs> when i was trying to come up with what to get you to watch i was like it has to be at least as weird as enemy because i remember when we watched enemy you were just like what the fuck was this yep <laughs> that's a that's a good benchmark i think that's a good place to be like okay he thought enemy was pretty weird what else is weird <laughs> Yeah, and I've been really into weird movies lately. Really? Just in general, I've been watching a lot of like surrealist stuff just for fun. Oh man! And I'm so I've just just been like, hmm, what have I watched recently? And then I narrowed it down, and then I had a few options, and Lost High was was on Netflix. So I was like, there we go. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the easiest I think. And I would have wanted I would have wanted something that's on some kind of streaming service because I don't know how to really watch things otherwise <laughs> exactly and, and i knew you like everyone's got netflix at this point so it's like no I'll, mm -hmm. I'll pick that i won't make him get a you know trial of shutter to watch beyond the black rainbow <laughs> oh god spoiler warning if you come on the show again you're watching that oh fuck okay <laughs> i mean my my so would probably wouldn't mind she's into horror stuff so she probably wouldn't mm -hmm. mind if i got a shutter account but i <laughs> That ain't for me, man. <laughs> yeah, but you get the trial, you watch it for the show, and then you don't pay for it. That's true. That's true. This isn't true. this isn't rocket science. And also, like, yeah, you should pay for your stuff, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Before we get into the topic at hand, uh, we will often, as you know, as a longtime listener of the show, oh. <laughs> we talk about other things we have watched or, mm. you know, I know you're a gamer. If you've been gaming and want to talk about anything, mm -hmm. this is yeah. sort of where you can just be like, hey, this is the thing I like that I've been doing. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So do you have any of that? Um, yes. I just finished watching... I'll start. I'll start with TV. Um, have you seen the UK series Utopia? It's on my to-do list. Mm. It's so I was able to watch it on YouTube, which I found really strange. <laughs> like every episode was just uploaded by a random guy and not taken down yet. So that happens sometimes. That's how I watched uh, Lake Mungo for this show. Okay. Yeah. It was just Anthony was like, "Here's the link on YouTube." <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I had watched, I initially watched because on Prime, Amazon Prime, they released mm -hmm. the American remake sometime, I think in late 2020. Yeah. And yeah, it had been on my list for a while and I finally got to watching it like a couple months ago or something. Um, and it was awful. It was, <laughs> it was God awful, terrible. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, I would have enjoyed it more if I hadn't seen the UK series first, like years ago mm -hmm. and, and like sort of knew what to expect, or at least what I wanted to expect, like what I wanted to happen. So like I was watching it and I'm, I'm for the most part, I'm going through and I'm like, Oh, this is not that good. And then I kind of just kept watching just to finish. <laughs> you are a bit of a completionist that way. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. With video games too, especially that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about cyberpunk in a second. Now that's a game where I really, <laughs> pushed myself anyway buckle up yeah <laughs> so that's exactly what i did with utopia and i um like i finished it and i was like okay like that wasn't super great what would uh but whatever and then like i think i watched um like a youtube review of it mm -hmm. or something that just made me salty all over it like extra salty really? about it. <laughs> yeah because he was like i guess i'd forgotten a lot about what the uk series had done and like how the scenes had gone and stuff 
so this person was making like direct comparisons and being like you know in the uk series there's a whole lot of show and don't tell type thing and it, everything is a lot more subtle but in it's as if they took like every character from the uk series and flanderized the hell out of them oh jeez. <laughs> yeah for the american one so there's like one character who's like a super conspiracy theorist and stuff and there's one scene in the last episode where it's just him spouting off and it's like in the original series he's like this low-key like really smart guy that that knows a lot of like weird information about things because he's this conspiracy theorist and he's always like you know nervous about everything and in the american series he's just a loud fucking gas bag that's just going on and on that's disappointing yeah that's that's so anyway all that prompted me to rewatch the uk series which was a hell of a lot better Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i've been meaning to watch the original Mm-hmm. And then I got excited when I heard about the adaptation because uh, Jillian Flynn wrote the adaptation. Yes. Yeah. And I've read all her books. Huh? Okay. I really liked uh, Gone Girl, the movie mm-hmm. that she also wrote the script for. Yeah, that's true. As well as the, the novel. And I was excited. And then I just heard it wasn't good. And I heard it wasn't good. I'm like, I guess I'll watch the UK one. <laughs> Yeah, I recommend the UK one. If you want to watch the American one for, like, comparative purposes, <laughs> sure. Even if you want to watch it first so that you're not as disappointed. <laughs> I do not have time for that unless I make a video out of it. That's fair. <laughs> and it's, you know, you've clearly said it's been done. And it's like... Yeah. <laughs> Although I did have an idea, because that prompted me to get into a whole thing about, like, what is it about American remakes that, like, unless they're The Office or the first you know, a few seasons of, like, Shameless or something. Like, what is it about American remakes that they just suck? Why are they so often terrible? And I wanted to... I almost wanted to ask you if you wanted to do, like, a joint video about that. Exploring. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Because, like, you're saying that, I'm thinking of things. It's like... Because they remade Skins at one point. Yes. Yes, they did. And that obviously can't work just because U.S. censorship Mm -hmm. and and uh and uk are very different yeah yeah. so what you can get away with on the mtv channel (laughs) is a lot different than like bbc4 or whatever yeah in zaradon i I forgot that show was on mtv okay (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no that's exactly it and uh and yeah there's a lot of like humor and stuff there was also like an attempt at an american in-betweeners oh yeah I saw yeah. a few episodes of that because it was on late at night back when I lived with my parents. And I was just like, well, there's okay. nothing else on. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the original, so I can't speak to adaptation, mm. but it was so bad. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the original is just kind of a, you know, it's just a, a little whatever kind of comedy in itself. I don't remember it being like amazing, but it was, it was funny enough because mm-hmm. uk humor it's it's able to do that a bit better than whatever it was that it was doing but yeah trying to translate that to the u.s <laughs> that, that would not work yeah it, it just came work. off as a like a cheap knockoff of not even the original show but it felt to me like a cheap knockoff of super bad yeah especially because that one guy in it i just feel is like who they get to play jonah hill parts when jonah hill says no <laughs> yeah i know exactly who you're talking about <laughs> no offense to him i've seen him in stuff and he's funny but 
Yeah. He fills the Jonah Hill role often. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very fair. And yeah, I think that's exactly what happened there. And it was just like I know which role he was filling too from the original and just uh, did not translate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. Utopia, that's the most recent series that I watched. I won't keep this too long. Oh yeah, well Cyberpunk, I mean, I don't wanna. <laughs> Yes, but I want you to. So oh, okay. <laughs> you're you're a guest in my metaphorical house. Uh, mm. You take off your shoes and you talk about cyberpunk. <laughs> Is that like a there's like a plaque when I walk in? There's like live, laugh, love on one side. <laughs> we talk about cyberpunk on the other. <laughs> Hell's yeah. <laughs> well then, cyberpunk. Um, so I ended up putting uh, almost exactly a hundred hours into that game, Damn. which is an achievement for me, but there are some gamers out there that, you know, it's nothing for them. They just... They somehow do 100 hours in a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some some insanity like that. So it's it's like... But I, I felt pretty accomplished that having done that, especially because this game kind of makes it difficult for you to want to stick around. <laughs> so it's like... When it first came out, this is kind of what I've been telling people. When this game first came out, there was a massive backlash about it. And... There was a lot of nonsense, a lot of people that were playing it on the, the, I guess, what is now the previous gen consoles, PS4 and Xbox One, were, like, really, really upset at the performance of it. It would crash, and it would, like, lag and do all kinds of terrible shit, and it just had a whole plethora of bugs. So, when I first observed all that, this is in, like, the first week of release and stuff, I was, it was easy for me to spout off and be like, oh, these fucking entitled gamers... <laughs> going off about, oh no, this isn't the most amazing game they've ever played because this happens every time. They overhype a game, the media overhypes a game, and then it is rushed because people want it out as soon as possible. And then it comes out and it's not the most amazing game ever. And there's a backlash. Mm -hmm. So at first I was very much like against this kind of backlash. I was like, just give it a chance, man. You know, I'm sure it's a better game than everybody's giving it credit for. And like these people i doubt they've played through it all that much like they sh should really take it easy you know and then i played through it all that much <laughs> <laughs> and i started to not necessarily change my opinion but at least kind of form my own opinion on it of like okay maybe they have a bit of a point <laughs> mm -hmm. there are a lot of bugs the experience is hampered by them sometimes and it is easy to just kind of fall into this mentality of like what's the point in doing anything in this game, you know? Mm -hmm. I still think that the entitled gamers are entitled and that they should chill the fuck out. But, <laughs> but that doesn't mean they're 100% wrong either. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, I think that there were some voices in the crowd for this one that, like, knew what they were talking about more than just, like, the average idiot that's just, you know, mm -hmm. spouting off about whatever. Like, no, I think there were some people that had a point about this, and it is difficult to play and even uh like the last time i played it i had to install like an update for it and it was a really really big update almost as big as the game itself in terms of file size oh geez yeah and it was like i was reading through they'll always release like the change log of the the bugs they fixed the things they changed whatever and i was reading through that and it was like this huge list of fix this fix that change this like this I'm going through it. I'm like, man. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and that was another thing. They they also, I think, issued a 
an apology at some point to people playing it on consoles because of how mm-hmm. bad it was there. And I was like, is that really necessary? And then again, playing through it, I'm like, okay, maybe it was necessary. <laughs> but I think that's the problem with the game industry mm-hmm. is, you know, the crunch and the, you know, we're announcing a game with a release date. And even though it'll be pushed back twice, like we're announcing it before it's even remotely close to being ready. Yeah. You know, it's just, hey, here's the game we're making. You know, and then we just scramble to make it instead of mm-hmm. make the thing, finish it, make sure it's good, and then put it out. Yeah, exactly. It's that's a huge thing. And like, especially with Cyberpunk, I think they started releasing like teaser trailers and stuff for that like almost seven, eight years ago or something. Like they Oh wow. Yeah, this one was a big I mean, I might be wrong on that and mm-hmm. i could backtrack myself but eh. <laughs> no research on this show no i do enough of that for gsc <laughs> <laughs> um but like they, they definitely started releasing trailers like pretty early and and so they had a very long time for development but i guess it was just so ambitious that they needed even more than they thought and that they probably changed some stuff along the way like keanu reeves is in this game right he's a yeah he's a pretty big part of it I feel like he wasn't supposed to be originally. I feel like he was maybe just supposed to have a part somewhere, but not quite the big part that he ended up having. So that might have been a thing that they switched around. Maybe it was like once they had him, then they wanted to mm-hmm. retool a bunch of things to better fit the fact that, holy shit, it's Keanu Reeves. Let's make the most of this. That's my theory, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. Yeah, it might be. You know, That's how things often work in film and tv and stuff as well where it's just like hey we got a bigger name than we expected for this part Mm. can we tailor it for them can we up it for them yeah and whenever you do that you end up with a worse product pretty much yeah so that's cyberpunk (laughs) i i (laughs) I finished the story at least (laughs) the main story and i think all the side quests and then I gave it like a bit more time to try to get a few of the like achievements and stuff, the Steam achievements. Uh, I was playing on PC, by the way. I should mention that. And, um, and that's it. Like a cultured gamer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I say PC Master Race, but I also have a PS4. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but don't you want a PS5? Don't you want it right now? And like, won't you buy it for me, baby? Oh yeah. oh yeah remember that for a while that was terrible yeah People what was it the the gents asked that in an episode or something and they're like did you want your soda buy ps5 like no no that's fucking ridiculous yeah. seriously yeah. Like, <laughs> i'll get one eventually yeah price will drop eventually plus you got a pc so yeah I don't think I'm missing out on too much. And there's a there's a, a growing trend where games that are like exclusive to PS4 or now PS5 are slowly eventually becoming available on PC also. So mm-hmm. I could just wait, probably. Yeah. I don't see why not. Exactly. All right. I've yapped about video games long enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Transition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what I was going to say after that. That's okay. <laughs> we're, a, we're a professional production here. 
had a <laughs> pop culture to do. Yeah. Oh, have you been watching Invincible? Invincible. Oh, um, that's that new Prime series, right? Yeah. Fuck. I keep seeing ads for it, but I have not checked it out yet. What is it? Because I'm I'm curious about it. Okay, so it's it's based off of a uh, comic book series that Robert Kirkman did. Okay. And nice. It's a it's a superhero uh, mm-hmm. thing where the main character Invincible, he's like a the teenage son of this world's Superman, essentially. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and he's learning to be a hero and. You know things aren't as they seem uh-huh. <laughs> and, and like i say that and it sounds generic but it's really good yeah i don't, I don't doubt it yeah. seems to be getting a lot of uh buzz. Like the animation's good uh steven young is the lead he's great jk simmons is playing their version of superman <laughs> and he's killing it ah, not 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 quite my strength <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, uh, kind of kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay like I think you'd enjoy it, mm-hmm. so like check it out. And like they're doing like weekly releases. They put out the first three, and then every week they're putting out another one. Oh, okay, okay. Which seems to be Amazon Prime's thing now, and I like that because I like yeah. watching one a week and not having to watch everything all at once or being behind on internet discourse. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm um, what is it? Disney Plus is kind of doing a lot of that similarly now at least yeah with they're like doing the, weeklies yeah at least with the marvel series mm-hmm. so like what was it when the one division finale aired mm-hmm. like my so and i we were watching the whole series together so i was waiting to watch it with her and i think like that entire day it was like on a friday she was going to be coming over before yeah. we lived together she was going to be coming over that evening but still during the day i had to like dodge spoilers like the plague because like fuck i just want to yeah. watch this you know i don't want to so yeah, it's so I could see the appeal of uh, of weeklies in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm. And plus, like I like weekly releases, especially if you're watching with people, mm-hmm. because yeah. like you watch an episode and you're like, oh, "Shit, what's gonna happen next?" Yeah, and you know, and it's fun to have those conversations. At the same time, I have a an entire video on my channel about you know the problem with fan theories but that's yes a different thing this like this isn't going hey and if it's not what i want fuck it you know but like i think it's fun to have a discourse yeah yeah so you know for me i'm just sort of like enjoying the fact that i can watch an episode and then pop onto twitter onto reddit or something and just read what people are thinking about it yeah yeah that's that's totally fair i mean yeah after I think after after every episode of WandaVision, like especially the early episodes, like my son and I would just sit there super confused and just be like, so what the hell is happening? And, you know, just kind of really get into it. And then, yeah, there were a couple times where like, I don't know if I should, if I, well, you've, you've seen the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert <laughs> for WandaVision for the listeners. But um, <laughs> when... I guess I'll, I'll try to keep it vague anyways, but when Evan Peters pops up at yeah. the end of that episode, <laughs> that was like a whole thing where I also like went on the internet and was scouring. It was like, is there any news about, <laughs> you know? Other things, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, what does this mean, you know? And, and so that ended up being kind of disappointing, but. Uh, I disagree. I think. Uh, spoilers the fact that he was just a guy named boner was hilarious <laughs> well that was pretty funny yeah 
Like, I think people got a little too wrapped up in the idea of, you know, everything is something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's everything set up for something else. Like, things can just be within its world. Yeah, for sure. And the idea of showing up as a guy named Boner seems really up Evan Peters' alley. Yeah. Like, I don't know the guy. I've only seen a few of the things he's in, but he just seems down for that. Like, he seems yeah. like he's down to goof around. Yeah. It's, it's, and like, it's probable that maybe he, like, read the script or something. And, like, maybe at first he was like, oh, shit, I'm back as Quicksilver. What's going on? And then he sees at the end he's just this guy named Boner. And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's chill. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me though it was because I was such a because I'd recently been rewatching everything X Men, right? As you know, <laughs> um, so I was like, I don't know. When I saw that episode, I was so down for it to potentially be like Marvel finally throwing the X Men into the universe, and I was like, fuck, yeah. wouldn't it be? And then, but like, it's a bit quick. <laughs> I understand if if mm-hmm. that's probably like too fast for that to happen and yeah especially because they're already clearly doing so much like if you look at what's going on on their slate they're doing so much multiverse stuff right now yeah to then also be like and we're introducing mutants in the middle of this seems like a lot to me it made more sense to be like hey here we're going to drop this in near the end yeah yeah for sure that's definitely fair. Well, I, in a way, that comes back to what your video was about, that it's like fan theories are dangerous because like it could have just been, I could have just you know laughed at the fact that he was a guy named Boner and then that would have been it. But because I allowed myself to get so overhyped and I was going online reading things about like, could this be the X-Men? <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like, and this video tanked, by the way, it is one of the worst viewed videos i've made oh Oh, yeah i just opened my analytics it's been out three weeks and it has 12 views jeez yeah three weeks man i thought it was older than that i don't know why time is nebulous i know i know best thing like i was on a hot streak for a while where things were like hitting like 20 30 really fast i am a failed youtuber for those of you listening like this is not a career of mine it's just something i do for fun You're in, uh, you're, yeah. In, yeah. you're in good company, my friend. <laughs> and then that X-Men one you cameoed in mm. exploded. It's over 100 now. And then I've just uh, been, I've been on a downward slope since. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that that one's over 100, though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like the second one. I've gotten to that point, too. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But then, like, nice. uh, my failures. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I I never went beyond like my Italian music one remains the best one I've ever done, and everything else has had like varying levels of success since. But I think the only one that broke a hundred since, well, oh, the only two that broke a hundred since were Pumped Up Kicks and the Christmas Medley. <laughs> yeah, and like that, no no offense to your work, but like pump, uh, the the Christmas one works because you also have someone else on it yes yeah, so oh yeah yeah i 100 <laughs> percent attribute yeah. the majority of success of that video to, uh, to yeah, chelsea <laughs> because that's one of the the things about this is like you know as you know microscopic content creators out there you mm-hmm. know 
getting someone else involved means they're sharing it as well. Yeah. So it's not just the same few people who always watch my videos watching, you know, when you pop on, which you've been so kind to do a few times and will continue to, I've got some ideas brewing. Of course. Always. Hmm. Also, Wendell, if you're listening to this, call me. Oh, I've got, I've got a lot. Oh, now that I want to see. <laughs> you better do it. <laughs> I mean, if he doesn't do it, you're just going to have to do it. Fuck. You better the- do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, like that, like that kind of stuff helps, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, that's definitely, it almost makes me wonder now if like I should have not made your cameo in, in Beverly Hills, a, a, a secret one and should have like, but also it was the sort of thing where I was like, you know, he'll appear later on in the video and they'll be like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. But also like I shared it to the people that I know anyway. So it doesn't That's really true. make it like either way I'm putting it out to my 18 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, we'll just have to keep trying, keep doing our yeah. thing. <laughs> But anyways, listeners, if you like music and want to hear a whole bunch of a few songs all put together, check out David's channel, uh, David Macri, just his name. Just search it up. He'll be there where he does. uh, He's got some long mashups where he'll play all of the hits of a artist in like five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Artist slash genre slash. Yeah. (laughs) Italian music. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He also does, uh, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, but Also Nots? Yes. Where you mash up two songs, but you only advertise what one is in the title. Yeah, exactly. Those are fun. Those are fun. Thank you. Thank you. I have, um, so I have another medley, the long mashups. I have another one of those. I actually finished the audio for yesterday. So, oh. Yeah. So I'm going to, over the next week, I'm going to try as much as possible to film all the video for it, edit it, and hopefully put that out soon. And I also have another, but also not, that um, has, the audio has been finished for like months. And I just never got around to doing the video for it for some reason. <laughs> and I think I'm finally ready for it now. So I'm going to also try to do that video in the next week and see if I can put these out relatively soonish. Nope, I'm looking forward to them. I always get excited because you you don't have like a regular release schedule. You just nope. let the inspiration come to you. Whereas I'm just like, no, I have to put something out constantly. Yeah. Or else I will die. I'm like a shark. <laughs> like I like That's how fair. you're doing that, and I get excited because I'm just like, oh, something new. Yes, watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope to keep up something like that, and and possibly introduce eventually like a third type of. Mm-hmm video just to like help move things along a little bit where it's like i'm not always waiting until i'm finished recording these long medleys or even like the mashups that will take some time because it's all the instrumentation stuff like that it's all the singing that i'm not always amazing at (laughs) so it's (laughs) it's a bit of a process but Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens see what i come up with i look forward to it and I like the idea of like having like series. I like that you're doing that. It's something I'm trying to do on my channel too. I'm just like, I want to have like recurring. Yeah. Quote unquote shows. Mm. Cause I think, I think that's fun. Cause then 
you've always got like an I- idea going for something. Whereas yeah. if you're just doing, if you were just doing the long medleys, it's like, well, what's the next 12 songs I need to learn the chorus to? Yeah. <laughs> and how to exactly. string them together. Yeah. It's, I, I think that would have been exhausting if I was doing just that. So when, no, oh, excuse me. When, uh, when Pumped Up Kicks came to me, because that was the first one, that was like, okay, we can we can work with this. I think I was pretty excited about the prospect of, like, doing that instead. So that's why I'm trying to, like, figure out a new kind of series in that way. Like, I want something else that could be similarly interesting, but I haven't fully sussed it out yet because I've been working on mm-hmm. these videos. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you kind of just have to let them come to you, like, yeah. as you go. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very inspiration based. So <laughs> I'm trying not to force anything too much either, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 things we've all clamored to doing during quarantine. Yeah, for real, it's amazing how many like people I know have picked up some sort of <laughs> content creation in this time. Like me, you, um. Chelsea was always kind of doing it, but she's like streaming and stuff now too. Mm-hmm. She's, well, she's it's, picked that it's up the abundance more. of time, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, even Darren makes videos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after this, send me the links to their stuff. I'll put them in the uh, in the show's. Uh, oh yeah. Description. You know, yeah, sure. Help out our tiny content creator friends. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm always down. Yeah, I'll send you this for sure. Sick. Cool. So do you have anything you want to get into or do you want to move to the main topic of the episode? I think we can move to the main topic. I think I didn't have anything else to talk about. Uh, All right. No, let's do it. All right. All right. So for our main topic for this episode, we are talking about steamed hams. You call them steam hams, despite the fact that they're obviously <laughs> grilled. <laughs> I make the I'm ma- I'm making this joke partially because we're both really obsessed with steam hams. Yes. Don't yes, you we have are. a sweater or like a t-shirt yeah. that says steamed hams on it? Yeah, I have a hoodie which on the back it says steamed hams in the uh, Stranger Things font. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> I watched one the other day. I'd been out of it for a while, but I saw one. It was it was what if David Lynch directed steamed hams uh very or, apropos or, it was, or is steamed hams but it's twin peaks oh yeah okay and i watched them just like oh this is the perfect week to find this because oh, yeah. the actual topic of conversation is the david lynch film from 1997 yes that's right lost highway <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, saxophone by the way <laughs> i like how you could have actually picked up a saxophone and played it yeah because you uh, do play saxophone i do play and own a saxophone which is something that like you told me to watch this film and i'm like okay weird lynch all right could be interesting and then i read the description and i'm like saxophonist fred whatever uh gets in and i'm like oh saxophonist <laughs> was that intentional yeah. by the way or was it just uh, no, I picked it because it was weird, but like okay. it's one of those things where it's like, oh, that works out perfectly. Yeah, it, it really does. 
Like, I wanted you to watch something weird. I settled on Lynch because Anthony and I are both big fans of his. Mm -hmm. And then deciding which one, it was that one because it's on Netflix. (laughs) Yep. That's fair. Well, it worked out well because saxophone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as the person who has most recently watched this film, would you like to give us just a quick rundown of what the movie's about? (laughs) If you can explain that. I'll try my best, man. Shit. That's a... That's a tall order. <laughs> um, so basically, Bill Pullman plays a, a saxophone player who uh, murders his wife, or at least they think he does, but he kind of has weird visions and we never really see him do it. And he gets arrested for it. And then he becomes, um, what's the younger dude's name? Balthazar something or other. Balthazar Getty, yeah. Balthazar Getty, that's the line, yeah. Um, he becomes him in prison, and they're all like, that's not the same guy, what the fuck? And then we follow his life for a while, and he's involved with the gangster Dick Laurent, whose name is spoken into Bill Pullman's character's intercom at the beginning, the very first scene. So it's like, okay, there's a connection there. And then his, um, that gangster's like girlfriend or whatever is... Well, I'm not even sure. It's it's Bill Pullman's wife that was supposed to be dead. And then the two of them fall in love, and then that's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was a terrible synopsis. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's David Lynch. Yeah. The, the short version is a saxophonist is believed to have murdered his wife, and he's able to... And he transforms to another guy in prison and all kinds of weirdness ensues. Yeah. The oh. IMDB description of the movie is anonymous videotapes presage a musician's murder conviction and a gangster's girlfriend leads a mechanic astray. My God. <laughs> that's so vague. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but that's what I like about the movie and what I like about David Lynch is it, everything's weird because he operates on what he often talks about as dream logic mm-hmm. okay. where yeah. you know things make sense in a dream even if they don't make sense when you talk about them out loud yeah that, that makes a lot of sense actually how you mention it <laughs> that seems to be the vibe yeah. yeah and a lot of what he puts into his films are sort of like it tells the emotional story hmm. of, a, of characters instead of the exact events told linearly yeah Yeah, that's well actually there's a there's a quote that very much represents that and i had totally forgotten about this both because this was part of what i'd watched last night and because Mm -hmm. like it only there's a whole thing about camcorders right and so like that's a thing at the beginning and then bill pullman says at a certain point he's like i don't like camcorders you know i prefer to remember things the way I remember him and not as they were. And then the kind of, the rest of the film is kind of like him. It's almost as if we're viewing the memories in that uh, way. Mm-hmm. Like we don't see everything super clear. And so I like with the murder of his wife, like whether he did it or not, I'm not even sure about that, but like, or if she's even dead, but <laughs> that's like, like we don't see that super clearly. We just kind of see it in his, in like this weird kind of dream type way almost and then he's in prison <laughs> yeah but yeah 
I believe the big question to ask is, did you enjoy the movie? Whether you understood it or not, I don't think matters as much as whether or not you enjoyed the ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of the time I do, I do kind of link my enjoyment of a film to my understanding of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, especially with this going into it, knowing that it was going to be weird and that I probably wouldn't fully get it. Um, But it was still a good ride, I think. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sitting there wondering, wondering what the hell's going on the whole time, but it's not as if there still isn't, like, cool stuff going on mm-hmm. in the meantime, like, interesting scenes and plot lines, you know, and like, oh, what's this all about? So, yeah, I'd say I enjoyed it. Cool. Cool. Do you want to know what the popular theory of what the actual thing is about? Sure. Please. <laughs> and this has not been confirmed by lynch or his co-writer or anything it's just something that yeah you know fans have put up as what they think it is and i more or less agree with it it makes sense Mm -hmm. because there's a scene near the beginning of the film where he like uh, the bill pullman character yeah he makes love with his wife Mm -hmm. and it's a bad time yes (laughs) and then you know, and then he kills her, and mm-hmm. then he goes to jail, and then he becomes this other guy. Mm-hmm. And the other guys, according to the theory, is Bill Pullman's fantasy of the life he wants, where yeah. he doesn't really give a shit. And, you know, he bangs like so many girls, and they like it so much that they get mad when he bangs other girls. Mm-hmm. And everything's crazy and kind of like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. <laughs> and that leads into... Because near the end of the film, he becomes Bill Pullman again. Mm-hmm. And the ending of the movie is, is him driving, and then he starts, like, convulsing and smoking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the idea is that is reality taking hold because they gave him the chair. Oh, uh, okay, okay, all right. Damn, that did not occur to me at all, but that makes perfect sense. <laughs> I, I didn't catch that at first either because uh, I watched it a few weeks ago for the first time. Right. And I told Anthony about it and he mentioned that to me. I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't hmm. That didn't click, but yeah, that's... No, that would, yeah, that's good because then it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything else is very like cinematic and very, you know, in that way of like it not making sense. It not like fully making sense. It's kind of... It speaks to that, like just being a fantasy of his where he, you know, he's not thinking something like super specific he's just kind of thinking mm-hmm. out these situations where it's like yeah he's he's banging whoever and yeah you know yeah it, it's just a it's power fantasy because at the same time like he also you know kills yeah. guys who are messing with his girl and like that kind of stuff like he's he's powerful in this whereas in the first half yeah when he's bill pullman he's not powerful you know the only time he he really seems that way is when he's on stage playing sax yeah. and it's like super loud and he's going off. And then every other scene that he's in before that is super quiet yeah, and super echoey and super just sort of like uncomfortable because he's not comfortable with his life. Yeah. It's all kind of distant and weird. And like his wife is distant and weird as well. And obviously that scene where they have sex and it's not a good time mm-hmm. is, is definitely evidence of that so yeah it's yeah 
And that's why part of the fantasy is this other woman who's also played by Patricia Arquette, who plays his wife. And she's yeah. just like, can't get enough of him. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's got that whole feel to it where it's just like, ah, uh, you know, I'm, this is the life I want, not the life I have. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's funny you mentioned True Romance before. I, I, I mean, maybe it's just the fact that Patricia Arquette is in both, but like, mm-hmm. I sort of drew similar parallels to like there's the point where she and Balthazar's character are both like let's run away together type thing which was kind of similar to romance so it's mm-hmm. and and they have to kill someone that's been like messing with her to do it yeah <laughs> like Gary Oldman this time <laughs> so it's like it's yeah it's almost as if he he's fantasizing parts of true romance in a way Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, think about sense. it, yeah. Yeah. But like, true romance, whereas it's not like a is it a dream, is it real type thing. Like, that movie is for all it is, it's a power f- fantasy film. Yeah, exactly. The it's not thing. a fantastical film, but it, it it is us as the audience going, man, it'd be cool to be a badass who can save your girlfriend and kill all the bad guys. Yeah. In the same exactly. way, but in boss highway it feels like the character's doing that yeah yeah that's exactly it and it's it's yeah it's a strange sort of thing and it's 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 difficult to understand because it's lynch but yeah that's that's a good theory actually that makes a lot of sense yeah. and he also refuses to explain his movies <laughs> naturally <laughs> there's a there's a great cut super cut on youtube where it's just david lynch turning down explaining his movies in interviews yeah <laughs> and it's like oh yeah so what in Mulholland Drive what does this mean I don't want to tell you in his, in his weird high voice yeah <laughs> how was that cope <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay you said you had watched uh, the original Twin Peaks yeah a while back yeah I mean six or seven years ago yeah mm-hmm. so this is like your first was this your first David Lynch film? I think so, yeah. Because I've never seen... Well, I've also seen Fire Walk With Me. I don't know if that quite counts, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's more of a David Lynch film than it is Twin Peaks. Okay. That's like, I think it fits more into his filmography than his TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, If that makes sense. Yeah. So then I guess I have seen <laughs> a film of his. But other than that, no. This I think this is the first one. Because I've never seen Mulholland Drive. I've never seen... Uh, Blue Velvet. Yeah, I don't think I've really seen any of the others. So, Blue there Velvet's you. my favorite of his. Yeah, yeah, it's also the less weird, the least like dreamy. Yeah, like it still is has it? dreamy vibes to it, but it's not as like ah, and what is anything? Yeah, <laughs> I think you'd enjoy that one. Yeah, if it's less weird and dreamy and a bit easier to understand, I I, mm-hmm. I probably would, but. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, maybe I'll try to check it out at some point. I recommend it. It's it's good. Yeah. That being said, if you ever come back on this show, that is not what we're watching. We're watching something weirder. Damn it. Damn it. That's fine. Although back on the topic of Lost Highway, yes. I want to know, what did you think of the mystery man character? Yeah, that was weird. I found it really strange that he, like, switched sides like at first 
he seemed to be an antagonist and he remains an antagonist for the most part. Like when he eventually reappears on the phone with Robert Loja, but then at the end, he just randomly isn't. And I don't know, I guess I, if the whole thing is a fantasy, then it's like, it's entirely possible that that's just part of like the power fantasy that it's like, you know, Bill Pullman's character kind of takes over everything. Like even this fucking weirdo that he met at a party once mm-hmm. but that's that's that original scene was not part of the fantasy so that's kind of where i get a bit more like it gets all a bit more muddy yeah. but yeah i guess him him like changing allegiances at the end speaks to like everybody's on bill pullman's side you know except for the cops but that's just part of the mm-hmm. whole you know he's running away from them because it's a cool movie scene right <laughs> yeah uh yeah Otherwise, I don't know. He it was real weird. <laughs> yeah, the the actor who played him, uh, he was under the impression that his character was the devil. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, entirely possible. <laughs> yeah, I sort of thought of him as this sort of combination. Like he's kind of trying to get Bill Pullman to come to grips. Mm-hmm. with what he is because you see him at the end with the the camera yeah and at the beginning of the movie you're getting you know bill pullman's character is getting these tapes sent to his house and one of them is the one where he kills his wife yes that's true so i think that kind of plays into it where it's like <clears throat> that's what yeah I'm yeah that would make sense it's uh it was definitely one of the more <laughs> ambiguous parts of the film and like yeah I wonder if he was almost sort of like, because he said he was under the impression he was playing the devil, like maybe he was like a part of uh, his like subconscious or something. But at the same time, it it seems for all intents and purposes that he's a real person because then he asks, uh, what's his name, Andy, like, hey, who was that guy? And like, Mm -hmm. he's not the only one that sees him. But then again, you never know with this film. (laughs) Yeah. It's also out there that, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And like, that's also just, a David Lynch thing where there are characters where it's like, how real are these characters? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. one in uh, Mulholland Drive, not to get into any spoilers, he's just referred to as the cowboy. Okay. <laughs> and he's also one of these characters who's just sort of like enigmatic, nameless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic Lynch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about him. It's like, you can watch this like a million times and just be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I rewatch it, especially with that, like, theory then Mm -hmm. i would probably understand it better but i'm sure a lot of it would still be just i don't know real out there and real strange (laughs) did you did you watch this one by yourself or did you watch it with your sl i pretty much watched it by myself she was like when i started watching it last night she was in bed but she was not paying any attention and actually Mm -hmm. well that was another thing for some reason on netflix it didn't have english subtitles (laughs) no yeah no, I mean, not that I like. When I went to a change of subtitles, all it had, all it had was French for some reason. That's weird. Yeah. So like, so like, I started watching. It was pretty late at night, and I see it doesn't have subtitles, and I'm like, okay, I have to watch this with headphones. Yeah. So I did that. So yeah, she didn't, she didn't catch any of it. Like she would see the occasional scene this morning before she left, and like. She, she made one comment about it. I don't remember what. 
She, I think she just looked over at some point and she was like, this looks very 90s. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. It is the most 90s thing David mm-hmm. Lynch has made. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Definitely fits the bill in that way. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the things that I like about it, but it also makes it feel a little less David Lynch for me. Okay. Is a lot of his stuff, like you see it in Mulholland Drive and you see it in Blue Velvet and you see it in Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. where his stuff is like, kind of a throwback to old school americana mm. combined with the dark cd underbelly and then a whole bunch of weird nightmare fuel yeah whereas <laughs> this one is just the dark underbelly and nightmare fuel yeah that's true not a whole lot of uh old school americana in this yeah like i can't think of any like actual shots of it well like there's no like white picket fences no one's you know, getting a morning cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is pretty much dark underbelly the whole time. Like, even even the fact that he's a saxophone player at the beginning, like that club scene where he's he's going off is is more dark than like any sort of nostalgic or anything else. You know, mm-hmm. like just dark in like appearance, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. even like the music, like a lot of uh, a lot of his films you know with the music that uh his composer uh, mm-hmm. uh angelo bellatrami bellatrami mm-hmm. something like that Possibly, uh, yeah. often has big string sections and stuff whereas this was more like here's some of a ramstein song <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did notice a particular amount of like <laughs> of like actual like pop or whatever you want to call it like licensed yeah. music in this as opposed to just um, like compositions and stuff by yeah. uh, his name is here somewhere. Ba, 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 ba. Well, anyways, by the composer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's I found that interesting. I was like, does Lynch usually do that? Like, it's kind of <laughs> it's a lot of real music here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the 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 soundtrack was actually uh, produced by. Uh, I'm a big fan of him, uh, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Oh, okay, okay. That tracks. <laughs> Actually, <Yeah>. that's <laughs> seems like the sort of thing he would do. <laughs> and Marilyn Manson's in the movie. Yes, yeah. There's there's a few. Was it Manson like tracks? Is it him that covers? I put a spell on you at some point. I think that... so. Okay, yeah. Because I was I'm listening. I'm like, this is either Marilyn Manson or Nine Inch Nails. Funny enough, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. that Reznor <laughs> was part of this. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, Manson is one of the porn stars at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which which like threw me because like I knew it was a much more '90s film, but yeah. then actually seeing Marilyn Manson's face, I was like, what? Yeah, like as if it wasn't '90s enough. <laughs> oh, here we go. Angelo Badalamenti. There we go. Badalamenti. Okay. Yeah. Always mix it up and I always feel bad about it yeah that's fair long Italian name it's, it's difficult <laughs> yeah um, that's cool though that Reznor was uh, a part of it yes yeah. and uh, uh, slight spoilers they also work together on Twin Peaks The Return which I know you haven't watched yet really okay yeah. well, I'll keep that in mind as I eventually watch it whenever I uh, get to it Yeah. there's a cool thing that The Return does where they actually have bands playing at the roadhouse oh and it's actual bands and they'll play 
And this is just showing that Lynch does whatever the fuck he wants now. <laughs> it's an entire song. A band will show up and play an entire song. Jeez, okay. At like, it's like, and that's what they roll credits over. <laughs> and they get All a right. whole bunch of different artists, like the Chromatics do a song, Nine Inch Nails do a song. It's crazy. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. That's pretty cool, actually. I I, uh, I look forward to seeing that. Can you? Is that is that streaming anywhere now? The uh, the return. Probably. So I think now that we're in this Lynchian mood, maybe I should just <laughs> start watching it sooner rather than later. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I got, I've I've been on like a, a Lynch roll lately. I watched Mulholland Drive. I watched this. I watched all the Twin Peaks. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I I've just been like yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> Eventually, I'll get to Inland Empire, which I'm not sure if I'm gonna like that one or not. Yeah, is that one three like hours? It? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Up until the return, it was the last thing he had made. It was three hours, and it started off with him just experimenting with a a DV camera. So <laughs> he was shooting these shorts, and then he just started bridging them all in t- together and just made a three hour movie out of it. Okay. <laughs> and Laura Dern's in it, and then hmm. uh, David Lynch wanted her to get nominated for Best Actress because of how good she is in it, but he didn't have money to pay for a campaign, so he just sat outside with a cow <laughs> and a big sign that said Laura Dern for Best Actress. <laughs> oh my god. Did it work? <laughs> nah. No. <laughs> Fucking Oscars. <laughs> yeah, well... As I am one to say on most episodes of this podcast, the Oscars are fucking stupid. They always get things wrong. Yep. Yeah, I'm not... uh, I haven't watched them for quite a few years now, and I don't think I've missed it at all. It's... Yeah, it's... Yeah. yeah, This year's ceremony, I mean, they usually would have already done it, right? Yeah, they, they put it back... Obviously, because of the pandemic, uh-huh, yeah. they they've scheduled it now for soon. Okay. And they also said a they they were like they had set up all these like extra precautions and everything for COVID, obviously, because mm-hmm. you can't just bring a bunch of people in and sit them shoulder to shoulder. So yeah. they have to set up all these extra precautions. But they're also saying like, and no one's allowed to zoom in. What? Yeah. Whereas, like, if you watch like other award shows it's like yeah you know here's uh chloe zhao uh accepting best director for nomadland and she's just in her living room yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that's 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 what the golden globes was i believe yeah that's the one i was thinking of yeah okay yeah Yeah, that's that's because i remember there was a whole thing about like um was it anya taylor joy one for uh queen's gambit or was that or was that the emmys i don't even know um but i think it was the golden globes i think she won for that okay yeah and like it was the same thing like she was just in a place <laughs> with some people that was not there or maybe it was there but it was like a back room or something mm-hmm. obviously she wasn't going up on stage to do it and um yeah that's like the whole thing i don't know why the oscars would just so like what they want to have all these people there just six feet apart or whatever the fuck and wearing i hats. guess <laughs> i guess and like i know like if you do a production or something right now there is a lot of extra rules and you have to actually pay a lot of money mm. for like people to be certified to be like professionals to make sure that everything's going by guidelines right so okay. maybe their mentality is if we have to do this we might as well 
make the most of it. Yeah, of course. But also, you know, the vaccine's rolling out. LA's doing a pretty good job with it compared to some other states. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw on Twitter, I don't know if you follow him, but uh, <laughs> Brian Foster, <laughs> I think. Uh, I do not follow him, no. Mr. Brian W. Foster, he got... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think he got his first, I don't know, he posted that he got, I guess, his first shot or whatever. Yeah. So that kind of excited me because it's like, if he got his, it's possible that Ashley got hers too. Mm -hmm. And so maybe this is the beginning of the cast of Critical Role is what we're discussing. Um, (laughs) David Macri is number one Critical Role fanboy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) somehow surpassing you and another friend of mine that were watching it long before me. <laughs> you want me to tell you how many episodes behind I am? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to check because gonna... I've downloaded them all as a podcast because that's how I've been listening. I've been consuming it lately. Yeah. And I have one, two, three, four, five, uh, six. I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> uh, I have 13 episodes I haven't listened to. <laughs> Jesus. So the last one you heard was like 120 or something or Yeah, I'm I have 81% of episode 120 yet left. Shit. <laughs> what's what's happening in that episode again? <laughs> uh they're going to one of the locations on the map. One of the AR, okay, yeah. Yeah, or like wow. they just got there or something and they're just like, should we break the thing or should we keep the thing? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> you got some shit in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've wow. done my best to avoid spoilers, but every once in a while, a piece of fan art will pop up on Twitter. I'll be like, "Well, I'm not gonna read the description, but that looks crazy." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, some real big moments <laughs> and a lot of uh, stuff going on. But anyways, I'm not gonna Good. say anything, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. Catch up eventually. Yeah, in your own time. I actually, I have been uh, while I'm like editing videos and editing the podcast and stuff. I've been rewatching. Uh, since we're on the topic of actual play RPGs, I've been rewatching that one I told you about, a uh, Colock 1991. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And I almost made you watch the first episode of that for this show. <laughs> that that was almost our topic. <laughs> Oh man, how I definitely would have needed to give myself more time. That's um, yeah. how long? How long is it usually? How long is the session? Uh, like two and a half hours. Uh, okay, that's not too bad. Maybe I would have been able to get oh, yeah. it done in a similar amount of time. I mean, it's not that much longer than Lost Highway. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. very true. Okay, okay. Well. Yeah. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we ever have to do another one with uh without Anthony and I bring you on, yeah, might be that. Or maybe I'll just make both of you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, man. It's your show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to bring up on this, or should I wrap us up? Um, I if we're getting close to the mark, I don't want to be too much longer, but I do have a, a little list of takes that I could just kind of power through real quick. Oh yeah, go go for it. <laughs> yeah, some of which I kind of already said, but but I'll just uh just like little comments here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, all right. boy. 
All right. So very interesting cast. Richard Pryor and Henry Rollins, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a lot of the names that I'd see pop up. I was like, whoa, really? Okay. <laughs> but I think it's Richard yeah. Pryor's last movie, too. Yeah, I saw that in the trivia. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Pretty uh pretty crazy. But like he died like a while after that. I think he just didn't do yeah. it was like eight years later or something, but I guess he just didn't do any other films. And uh yeah, Henry Rollins. <laughs> I think he played one of the prison guards. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and then why doesn't this have English subtitles on Netflix? Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> uh Bill Pullman plays tenor sax, I love it. And he does specify tenor at some point later in the film, <laughs> which I was very uh definitely made me smile because that's what I have. <laughs> And um, uh, as a as a like, was he actually like was the sax he was holding actually a tenor sax, or did they say he was playing tenor sax and it was something else? I think it was. I don't fully remember. I could probably look at like a quick screenshot on IMDb, but I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I assume it is because uh, Lynch is a big jazz guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Like, there was a there was another take somewhere here. Yeah, it's the next take. This weird atonal piano music in the background is very Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like atonal, kind of like a free jazz type thing. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. this uh, huh. that really sounds like him. Oh, there's the sax. Yeah, that's a tenor. I'm impressed. There we go. Has the the curve of like the neck before it goes onto the yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, the like the sax playing scene. I got strobe lights. Sax playing scene fucked me up because, <laughs> especially because this was happening when I was watching it last night. So oh, just, oh sitting, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there in like otherwise yeah. complete darkness. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and it's like it's flashing, and I'm like I have to look away a couple times. I'm like, oh Jesus! Yeah. And I look over at my SO. I'm like, are you okay? And she has she's wearing an eye mask. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's also a really loud scene because everything before that is just like whispers. Yeah. Everyone, like, I don't. I'm, yeah. This is how everything is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. I wrote, also, he sounds like he could be in Moon Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those of you listening who don't know who Moon Hooch is, they're a really weird band, and you should listen to their first album because it's great. Yep, yep. It's, I haven't caught much of them recently, but yeah, their first album was definitely uh, a hell of a thing. It's two sax players and a drummer, and they just, they're not what you would expect that kind of band to sound like. <laughs> I'll go there. Oh, yeah. I'll say that. They, they're EDM, but sax music. Is yeah, what they are. I know. It's super strange. I've, I've never fully understood it, but I've always enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, then we got, he can afford that house by playing sax, if only. <laughs> In the 90s, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then we got, Lynch do love his red curtains. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Big big theme there. That's one uh, of the things in the trivia. It's like, director's trademark, curtains. Cur yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, get to that part of the trivia, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> Uh, then we got Naked Patricia Arquette, very good. Uh, and we got, oof, that pat on the back scene. Yeah. Which we discussed. And it's really, like, heavy, too. It's, it's like, 
it's like the you know it's zoomed in it's like he almost like puts echo on it's like it's okay (laughs) that's one of the fun things about david lynch movies too is he'll fuck around with sound design Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and as guys who have studied sound design we have a we have a certain appreciation for that (laughs) oh yeah because he's not just trippy visuals like he really takes everything into account oh yeah you really gotta watch the return yeah 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 uh yeah soon i hope soon i'll I'll, I'll look for streaming after this (laughs) yeah oh yeah uh okay the next was god i wish i understood this movie (laughs) (laughs) then we've got who is this pasty face motherfucker for uh robert blake's character (laughs) (laughs) and then he killed her huh what happened and then he's not bill pullman anymore Oh uh, man, this should have just been your your breakdown of uh, the plot. Was just reading these bullet points. Yeah, for real. This is probably a better synopsis than what I said, just because these are like, like you know, chronological takes. Just I wrote down as I was watching. Yeah, that's fine though. We're we're bad at summarizing movies on the show. Yeah, it's one I'm thing Anthony to... and I are texting each other afterwards, like we gotta get better at this. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I'm happy to contribute to the. Yeah, you're, you're on you're on brand. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's all I ever want. <laughs> uh, then we've got Papa Busey. Papa Busey. Uh, and then I had a take later on where I was like, Busey is strangely normal so far. Truly a Lynch film when everyone else is weird, but Busey is the normal <laughs> <It's true>. person. <laughs> He's the regular father, like, son, I'm concerned about you. <laughs> Look at my big teeth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much. <laughs> And then we've got, hey, Giovanni Ravisi. I just said it to him. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he was one of uh, Balthazar's uh, friends just in that scene. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Sorry if there is noise and also that noise of my brother texting me. Um. <laughs> I could have te- cut it out, but now that you've mentioned it, it's staying in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but also you're welcome. No. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I've got, is that Smashing Pumpkins during the club scene? Another, uh, if, yeah. if it was indeed, that's another like 90s ass thing to put in there. Smashing Pumpkins, like, oh man. It's uh, it's not Smashing, no, it is Smashing Pumpkins, never mind. Because I'm looking oh. at the, uh, the soundtrack now. Oh yeah. And it said written by Billy Corgan. Yeah. Performed by Smashing Pumpkins, but I only saw that first line first. So I was like, it's not Smashing Pumpkins, it's just Billy Corgan. It's like, no, yeah. it is. <laughs> I jumped the gun on that one. I mean, to be fair, Billy Corgan did go solo at a certain point, as I recall. So it's Yeah, it's, probably. I don't know if he was solo yet, but it's possible he was like putting out solo stuff, maybe mm-hmm. just purely for film composition. I have no idea. What's the name of the song? I. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like the human eye, not like the Oh. Not like a Kendrick Lamar song. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so there's that. Then I've got there's Richard Pryor. Excited <laughs> <laughs> to see him. Then I've got Robert Loja. No mistaking that voice. <laughs> um the scene where he uh like the guy's tailgating him and then he kind of like runs him off the road and stuff. I wrote Robert Loja is me on the road. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. 
that's how angry I get at bullshit like that. I, I, I've been in the car with you, I know. Yeah, it happened a couple, like, I don't know, uh, last week, I think it was, where, like, my son and I had to go to, like, a few places, and we both had the week off, so, like, it was during the day. And as I was going somewhere, someone was fucking tailgating me, and I was getting, like, particularly upset, and it was the first time she'd seen my real road rage. Oh, yeah. Mad <laughs> Macri, Fury yeah. Road. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was uh, that was a new experience for her. <laughs> um, yeah. My next take was, the acting in this isn't... I say it isn't fantastic. I guess it's just not, like, super... Because I followed up with, but I can't tell if it's just the actors or it's Lynch weirdness because Twin Peaks was kind of similar and like the line delivery and a lot of that mm -hmm. is, it almost feels forced, but because I've seen Twin Peaks before, I'm like, I don't think it's, God damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> My asshole is picking up lunch. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very, that's very nice for Um Yeah, it's like, I can't tell if, if that's the acting or if that's just like Lynch kind of, wanting his scenes and, and the acting to be like a certain way mm -hmm. but i think that it could very well just be that because oh yeah lynch <laughs> yeah he's he he likes his stuff his way mm -hmm. yeah that he do <laughs> um not too much left the sack solo while he's working on the car interesting yeah that just kind of mm -hmm. like pops into i thought at first it popped into his head and then he goes like to turn off the radio, but I'm like, no, no, that popped into his head. That that was part of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And then we got Patricia Arquette is blonde now. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got God. I wish I understood this movie. <laughs> and then, um, and then we've got yeah, the scene where he's like looking up at the light, and then he goes on his bike, and then he goes to have sex with his first girlfriend when Patricia Arquette says she can't um, mm -hmm. she can't see him that night or whatever I think that was Marilyn Manson playing in the background probably I saw yeah. this a few weeks ago so I can't remember all the needle drops exactly that's fair, that's fair. I should have rewatched it that's okay I mean a few weeks ago I think it's still fresh enough <laughs> yeah um, yeah I see yeah there we go I see one Manson song and then followed by my next take. So I think it is a Manson song. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the soundtrack has two. They've got uh, Apple of Sodom by Marilyn yeah. Manson and a cover of I Put a Spell, put a spell on, you. on You. Yeah, that's right. So then uh, my next take, oh, that was the Busey thing. Oh, yeah. Patricia Arquette and the young male lead wanting to run away together again. <laughs> I like your romance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then I put a spell on you, Marilyn Manson, again. So that was interesting. Uh, the pasty-faced guy. Ah! Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a big period of time there where he didn't appear, and then he's there again. <laughs> then we've got, uh, God, I wish I understood this movie. And then, <laughs> and then uh, holy shit, is that Ramstein? And it was indeed. <laughs> and very much just little snippets of, but they're like there was one snippet the second time that they play where he literally says because it's the song Ramstein by Ramstein so yeah he literally says it and I'm like ah okay yeah and it's two different songs too they do they also have two songs because they've also got a here a to Mitch yeah okay I don't know 
don't know either of them, but that's pretty cool. Huh. Um, <laughs> and then that shot of uh, Andy flying into the glass table, so like he gets hit by uh, Balthazar's character, and then he like he wakes up or whatever, and he flies at him, and he dodges him, and he there's just like that scene where he just kind of passes over the camera like this. For that, I just wrote Sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> um, when they realize that he's dead, Patricia Arquette's expression like very subtly changes. She's like a bit terrified, and then she's like mildly bemused. Like she 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 says like wow, and then she like almost doesn't give a shit. <clears throat> so I think that's like the wow. beginning. Yeah. Sorry. Throat clearing. Mm. <laughs> I didn't want to make it into the. <laughs> Um, oh, I actually edit this podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, so you're not the gentleman sports corner. Yeah, that's right. I fucking went there. Four hours of them going, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. I don't mean to bully. Same, but I kind of want to bully a little bit. They bully me so much, right? You know, I gotta, yeah, yeah. gotta clap back. You, need, you just need to start a podcast just so that way you can, like, make fun <laughs> of them all day. The fucking anti gentleman sports corner. Just. <laughs> This is what you listen to to get the real facts. And then make <laughs> them release it. Yeah, <laughs> on the network. <laughs> it's like the after show, but it's 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 just, again, it's just nothing but hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> um, then we go, whoa, twins, when he's looking at, like, the picture. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed that that picture doesn't have twins at the end, so I think that's just part of <sighs> fantasy, What is real? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then we've got, ah, he's Bull Pullman again, when towards the end. Uh, we've got Manson makes a cameo too. Shit. <laughs> and then we've got, come, Stein. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we finish with Dick Laurent is dead. <laughs> and we begin where we end, and we end where we begin. Yes. Das End ist da, ist der Beginn und der Beginn ist das Ende. There we go. <laughs> you quoting Dark? I am quoting Dark. <laughs> dark. Spoilers. Spoilers. My next video might be about Dark. Oh, very nice. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so those are my takes. Excellent. Yeah. Good film overall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad it confused you because that was my goal. Yep. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It was uh like it wasn't bad or anything. And I and mm-hmm. I it's something that I have to get over, like attributing, you know, uh like linking my like I said before, linking my understanding of, of a movie to my enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. Because I know that Matt and Wendell got a little upset over at me a couple well, mostly Matt <laughs> a couple weeks ago because I watched Patterson and I didn't mm-hmm. get it at all. And so like I probably wasn't super fair to it, and they're like, come on, man, it's slice of life, yeah. what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that, and that's something that, you know, I know a lot of people have, where it's like, oh, well, if you didn't get it, you didn't enjoy it, but it's like, you can just enjoy the vibes, you know? Yeah, I think so, I mean, that's 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 something I just have to, excuse me, get better at, but whatever, that's, that's it's a slow process. I guess the more of these weirder films that I watch... <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, if I keep having you guess on the show, it'll only be weird things until you're yeah. desensitized. <laughs> well, something has to do it. 
What was weirder, this or enemy? <clears throat> oh. I think this, because I feel like enemy had a bit more. Enemy was still super weird, but and I also don't remember enemy as well because we watched that like years ago. I think but it was like 2015. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I remember enemy being a bit more linear, at least not, mm -hmm. not linear. That might not be the right word, but like I was able to follow the plot of that a bit easier than yeah. with this. It was a plot with abstractions, not abstractions with a plot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this this definitely was weirder for me. What do you good? Think? Yeah. Uh, I mean, at at this point, everything's everything I'm consuming is weird. Or yeah. last night I watched The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a good movie. I'd never seen it. Really. Uh, okay. My partner Sam, she's a big fan. And she's like, let's watch it. And we watched it, and I had a great time. It's very charming. Everyone is very good, except for that guy from Entourage. He fucking sucks. He's not <laughs> a good actor. Oh. He's just, like, good-looking, and that's the only reason why he has a career. Mm. I said it. <laughs> I'm wondering which guy from Entourage, but I'm pretty sure I can guess. <laughs> it's the main guy. Uh, yeah, the, the lead. Yeah. <clears throat> Adrian, Vinny uh, Chase. Vinny Chase, yeah. Montage. Yeah. yeah. He was always whatever. He was never my favorite part of that show. <laughs> yeah. And like in The Devil Wears Prada, he is, his scenes are probably the worst written scenes. Mm. Okay. But like I'm watching it and Anne Hathaway is being good in it. Like she's, you know, nailing her side. And it's like, oh, if they got a real actor to do his stuff it would have worked it would have yeah. been yeah that's yeah, fair no, he really he really screwed the pooch adrian grenier that's the one yeah 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 i mean this this film was what year was that was like 2004 or something i want to say that's a great question or seven devil wears 2006 oh so close <laughs> yeah. um yeah so that would have been going off of like like Entourage was a couple seasons deep by that point, so that definitely would have mm -hmm. been going off. Like he would have been a big deal, I guess, yeah. in Hollywood at that point. So that's probably what that was. Oh yeah, for sure. Hmm. He has no talent at all. <laughs> oh like, I'm so like sorry. I was impressed at how bad he was. Yeah. Well. <laughs> that's that's very unfortunate. <laughs> and I will say. Stanley Tucci, the best part of that and every movie he's ever been in. Mm, that is true. Yeah. He was in Lucky Number 11. <laughs> he was? Yeah. He doesn't have as big of a part as the mm. kind of a lot of the other actors in it, but he he appears. He's pretty good in it. Nice. I like that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but like, it's fun. Yeah. I always enjoyed it. I always thought it was a, you know, a cool little twist and mm -hmm. fun little thing. Yeah. Like it's a good, it's a popcorn movie, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I rewatched it recently, and I was like, okay, I guess this is not like the deepest, best acted film or anything like that. But yeah, it's a popcorn film. It's had a bit of a character to it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Back when they could make movies that weren't that expensive, you know. Now yeah. movies are they cost nothing, and are Oscar bait, or they cost everything, and they are tent poles that make all the money. Yeah. 
that's true <laughs> we are kind of heading towards one or the other with no distinction well with a distinct a, a big distinction yeah. but no real like spectrum in between and yeah 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 it's that's part of the problem i have with uh the fact that like marvel and star wars are trying to get more into the tv end of things is because tv has what is uh tv now is what middle range movies were you know like yeah that's a very like good stuff, point. stuff like the game and memento would be a tv show now yeah and they're remaking a lot of like <laughs> those kinds of films into tv series as well which i don't yeah. you know depending on how they turn out i don't always agree with but like yeah tv is is kind of more where it's at now that things like netflix exist and hbo is more widespread so they can kind of reach a bigger audience yeah and that's why i'm worried about like the blockbuster franchises also getting into tv because i'm worried that they're going to do to tv what they did to movies where it's like well now everything has to be a hundred million dollar productions that are in you know big spectacles but it's like no we still need stuff like breaking bad and the wire Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes please (laughs) yeah well that's a whole other conversation i guess but yeah (laughs) and i've taken up enough of your time it's okay (laughs) lunch is on the way so at least i don't have to make anything (laughs) hells yeah (laughs) yeah and then i have to go up north after this oh Oh, lucky you. Yeah, I'm really not looking forward to it. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll wrap up now. So thank you for being on, Mr. David Macri. Of course. Of course. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you for letting me shit on Cyberpunk and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the American remake of Utopia and a whole bunch Hells of Hells yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. great. I definitely want to do this again sometime and i will try to listen more often (laughs) (laughs) you're right it's only an hour i shouldn't you know (laughs) no it's a good way to start your week that's true that's true yeah i mean usually by that point if it comes out on tuesdays usually i don't have like much else usually i'm finished critical role and i try to finish gsc by then so yeah Mm -hmm. tie me over for a couple days yeah no, if you want, if you don't, who cares? You know, I'm, you don't gotta listen to the podcast, even though you've been on it. <laughs> if anything, we'll that can now be your excuse for not listening. It's like, no, I'm from that. <laughs> I mean, I could have done that with GSC anytime, and yet <laughs> I still listen. <sighs> well, anyways, if you listen to the show and you liked it, uh, you can follow us on most major streaming platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at pop culture to do uh you can follow me on twitter and instagram and whatever i'm the greg norton everywhere you can get at david our wonderful guest i don't have his twitter handle or Uh, anything so he has to promote himself i believe i am on twitter i am at deus macrius is that right i'm pretty sure that sounds right (laughs) i should know this yeah at deus macrius on youtube i'm just david macri everywhere else don't bother yeah (laughs) and you know since we've plugged them enough uh, check out the Gentleman Sports Corner also on mm-hmm. his podcasts. <laughs> so has appeared. <laughs> Give her a big old wave. Yeah. 
I'll do that in a second. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's the episode. Bye. Dick Laurent is dead. <laughs>